0: 1 Corinthians eleven, twenty-seven through 34 Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and blood of the Lord. Let a person examine himself then, and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. That is why many of you are weak and ill, and some have died but if we judged ourselves truly, we would not be judged. But when we are judged by the Lord, we are disciplined so that we may not be condemned along with the world. So then my brothers, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. If anyone is hungry, let him eat at home so that when you come together, it will not be for judgment. About the other things, I will give directions when I come. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God. All right, Jennifer. Finishing up Lord's Supper. Yes. This is like somewhat familiar for probably for most people uh, yeah. because if you go to Christ's covenant, most Sundays, well, every Sunday we either do baptism or communion. Mm-hmm. And if you've never noticed that, now, you know, Yeah, we always do one of those and it's actually in our bylaws. So there you go. There you go. So we do Lord's Supper a lot, which I love because I think biblically it is presented as something that we're supposed to do very, very often together. Right. And so... He's really hammering home the weight of it. And when we do Lord's Supper at Christ Covenant and uh, most like-minded churches, there's a sign called fencing the table, mm-hmm. which is where there's sort of a warning given before communion. You know, they, they uh, present communion and, and kind of move from the sermon to the table. But then they'll say like, hey, if you do not follow christ if you are not in right standing with christ or with you know fellow christians then we would actually encourage you to get right like this meal is not for you Mm -hmm. until you've like done business with and and gotten right in right standing with christ and you know this is not some like exclusivist uh, club mentality but it's coming from right here in first corinthians 11. it's it's this idea of protecting And so I think one thing that's really interesting here in verse 30, Paul's saying that the reason that some people in the Corinthian church are getting sick and even dying is because they're taking communion in an unworthy manner. Right. That's wild. Wild. Yeah. I know. And so I think. So we should try to figure this out. Yeah. I was about to say, (laughs) let's look in it closely. And Jennifer. Yeah. What do you think about this?
0: Well, um, <laughs>
1: a nice open-ended question. Yeah, exactly. Hmm, Thoughts? No. <laughs>
0: uh, no, I I think it's just important to remember the Lord's Supper is meant to regularly tune our hearts to Him. So when we're yes. in communion with God, it favorably affects our communion with each other. And so we want to. I mean, this is a way, as we talked about yesterday, to um, spiritually commune with God through Christ or yeah, in Christ, while we're in Christ through the spirit. So um, what breaks down communion with God? It's sin. And hmm. so that's where the, um, like, even for the believer, yes, you've been um, forgiven. Christ has paid the price um, of your sin. And yet we know that we ought to regularly confess our sin and um, stay right with God, repent yeah. and turn yeah. to him in faith constant, yeah. Like Martin Luther, you know, the Christian life is constant repentance. Um, And the anyway, so why this is helps us understand why Paul gives us these warnings of how to observe the Lord's supper so that we are living into this. And the one thing he says is to examine yourself. So again, if we know that it's communion and we know that what breaks our communion with God is sin, then we should spend some time confessing our sin, thinking about, um, and what a regular, what a wonderful rhythm, um, I mean, obviously you'd hope that we'd be doing it daily, but like to have this kind of like set aside, like very like, you know, obvious time to think yeah. what sin have I engaged in or committed that I need to agree with God. Yes. That's sin. I do not want to go that way. I want to go your way. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm looking, I'm repenting, I'm turning and I'm looking to God in faith um, to please him. So that's a really important element. I think yeah. of while we're, preparing for the Lord's Supper or Mm. while the bread and wine are being passed while we're singing we gotta we gotta give some time that it's really important time to examine yourself
1: yeah absolutely and you know I I think a metaphor that's kind of helped me think about it is if you went to like a wedding for like let's say Jennifer I could never imagine this happening with you so (laughs) hypothetically
0: hypothetically speaking yeah
1: if there is like you know, one of your best friends from college or whatever yeah. got married. And, but y'all had like this epic, you know, falling out. There was like a rift in the relationship. And you like went to their wedding reception and were just like kind of standing there, chowing down on food. <laughs> and everyone kind of knew the state of your relationship with that person. Right. You'd be like, this is like, why are you like, why are you here eating this person's food when yeah. you like aren't, on good terms with them, you won't even really talk to them except to like argue or whatever. And, and, you know, there's this idea of like, to share a meal with someone, to share communion with someone, you either are like on good, in, on good standing with them or you right. are pursuing being in good standing. Yes, exactly. And so it's not like a meaningless rule, but it's like to partake in, you know, Christ said, this is my body. Broken for you, yes. And to say, like, partake in the broken body, but to say, like, I don't right. care that your body was right. broken for me, right? Like, and
0: you don't want to confess the sin that actually put no. him on the cross, yeah, exactly, right? So again, why Jesus is like, focus on my death. This is so exactly um, and so giving. <laughs> yeah, and
1: it's a warning to non Christians certainly, and it's not, you know, like an exclusive thing, but it's yeah. like actually an invitation of like, come be made right with God, and like come join this meal in right standing. Right, But I think it's also a, it is a warning for Christians. And, you know, I mean, it's very reminiscent of Christ's teaching that if you are coming to give a gift at the altar and you remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift and go make things right. That's right. And then come back and, you know, then you can worship. Yeah. And so it reaches just beyond like, checking the Christian confession box and, like, saying right. the Apostles' Creed. It's like, are, is your life in alignment with Christ? Yes. As, as you know, and not are you holy, but are you pursuing Christ with your whole life?
0: Right, and then when you're aligned with Christ vertically and you are confess your sin and enjoying forgiveness, then that will affect your horizontal relationship. So discerning the body, referencing this, which, and to this particular church that was so full of... of um Division divisions and factions, you think that's the opposite of what they should be reflecting if they're all coming under the cross and observing this um, this supper. So yeah. yeah, discern the body again, it's wild that God is bringing his judgment and and I think it's interesting to see that the judgment on a on a believer that they're experiencing is discipline, which the discipline is meant to bring them back to the lord so there is mm-hmm. this love and it's not the ultimate wrath of god but it is strong i mean weak ill death yeah <laughs> i mean that's like nothing to blink at yeah. um but then it says he does that uh, so that we are disciplined so that we may not be condemned along with the world cuz as we know if we continue in sin without um confession continue in lawlessness mm-hmm. as it says in first john um then the odds are you're not actually a believer. So God does discipline his children to remind us to come back, um, that there are consequences for sin because you don't want to be in the place where you are um, deceived, that you think you have faith, and Mm -hmm. really you're just adjacent to faith. Mm -hmm. You're going through the motions, religious observance, like you said, which is going to condemn you with the world. It's ultimate condemnation.
1: Absolutely. So let's examine ourselves today and bring our hearts in line with the spirit with christ so that we can partake in that true fellowship with him amen for jennifer mcclish this is will carlisle we'll see you tomorrow on our daily rhythm thanks for listening to our daily rhythm i'm jason dees one of the pastors of christ covenant and our daily rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on god's word